Okay. These next three mantras are all about God. Because what I am is God. I am God. I only disconnect from God when I disconnect from myself. And the only time I disconnect from myself is when I get become attached to my unconscious character. And the only reason I have an unconscious character is because I dissociated in moments of trauma and neglect. And in that dissociative state, I started to create meaning. And the meaning I created turned into a belief system. And the belief system turned into a narrative. And the narrative turned into a whole reality, an alternative reality within myself that I had complete creative control over. And so that all began in source point moments of what we call unconscious creation. So in a source point moment, some sort of trauma occurs, some kind of impactful experience is, is had, whether it's neglect, whether it's trauma, whatever the case may be, something makes us dissociate and disconnect from ourselves. It makes us disconnect from God. It makes us, uh, it's the fall of man and everyone has it. And then boom, their unconscious character is born and their unconscious character or ego, whatever you want to call it, mini me of self is a, is a product, is a, is a interface. It's a way for people who are consistently experiencing neglect or trauma to interface with other zombies. So it basically helps you to dissociate and create a persona or a personality or some kind of a mask that you can then interface with your environment where it appears that you're there, but you're not there. You're no longer in your body. You're no longer present. You're no longer connected to the moment you're experiencing, nor to the God consciousness that you are. And in this state, you're perpetually in fear. You're in, in what we call instinct mode. You're in fear. You're living in imagined fear. And the fear, real or imagined, secretes adrenaline and cortisol and activates your instincts for survival. So now we have the instincts for survival protecting this unconscious character as if it were its only baby. And then we have God consciousness that just loves whatever, but it is a love that needs to be sought after. It doesn't come seeking you. It doesn't come knocking on your door. It doesn't punish you for your wrongdoings. It is something that must be sought after. We must ask for it and, and invite it into our lives and into our heart and into our minds to transcend our limited understanding to help us to reconnect to source, to help us to reconnect to the consciousness of our being, to that fundamental essence within us, that thing that we were in alignment with, that power of love and truth, of, of conscious creative energy, of infinite intelligence within us that we were connected to and aligned with and working with as our soulmate prior to the fall. And the fall is the source point moments of trauma and neglect that cause us to dissociate from self and create this ego or this energy mass or this unconscious character in order to, because they always say in the Bible, it says, never cast your pearls upon pearls upon swine. So you're casting pearls at swine when you're actually in your God consciousness, in love and truth, trying to love fear and control and other zombies that have already dissociated and are no longer in their body. Okay, so that's the ego virus. And the ego virus is gnarly. It spreads like a virus. 
So, you know, you, you're in your body, you're, you're curious, you're in your creative nature, and then boom, the ego virus strikes and you fall. And it's, uh, it's your moment in the Garden of Eden when the, it's the fall of man. That's when you, when you gain knowledge of the powers of good and evil. That's when life becomes a duality. Life's no longer, you're no longer in love. Now you are in fear. You are in need of control. And that feeling of being in love is starting to elude you. And when that feeling of love starts to elude you, that energy mass, that unconscious character, whatever you want to call that, the ego, starts to convince you that that love was never there to begin with. Or worse yet, that it's some sort of dangerous love that you want to avoid and that it's not worth having and to stick with it, okay? And then it's got control of your creative nature and your creative will and you set out creating patterns of avoidance. And this unconscious character, this energy mass, this ego, hijacks control of your creative will and it starts to pattern your living experience based upon its needs for survival. Its need for survival, not yours. It needs to survive and the way that it survives is to keep you in perpetual need. The minute you stop needing and step into being this again and just be is the moment you have a love remembrance. That's the moment when you remember that you are love and what you are is your birthright. It's what you came into the world as. And the only thing you need to do when you get in fear and you dissociate like you did when you were a child, when all those experiences happened that you couldn't explain and you couldn't reason with. So the best you could do was create this persona or this character or this mask to interface with the trauma and the neglect. Now you are an adult. Now you are capable. You are available, conscious choice and power is available to you now. So now in those moments of dissociation, you can begin to recognize them, acknowledge them, and instead of continuously reaching outside externally for some sort of relationship or drug or OCD or perfectionism or something outside of yourself that's going to satiate that insecurity, that profound void of incompletion that exists when you're disconnected from God consciousness, when you're out of alignment with love and truth, you can simply turn around and plug the, plug yourself right back into the God consciousness wall, right back into the grid. And that's literally like a, a tree leaf that has fallen off the tree of life, being able to reconnect to the tree of life and reconnect to that life force rather than wither away and die. The minute we disconnect from the tree of life and we become attached to this tree of knowledge, to this knowledge of good and evil, that's the minute we start withering away and dying. Sometimes it happens quickly through drug overdose or suicide. Sometimes it happens very slowly and insidiously through various diseases and cancers. But either way, when we disconnect, when the fall of man happens in those source point moments and we're no longer connected to the tree of life, we're no longer connected to God consciousness, we are no longer in alignment with love and truth, we begin withering away and dying. 
And this process is about recognizing the mental state of dissociation when we are in our unconscious character and we are actively seeking to validate what we believe when we are in that dissociative state. And instead of indulging in those patterns, we recognize them and we also can now recognize an alternative that we ourselves have determined is something that we desire. So instead of indulging in these survival patterns that we created a long time ago, in a dissociative state of a child. So we're actually making decisions in a dissociated state, disconnected from God, as small children, and those decisions are creating these patterns, and these patterns are killing us. So we're actually sentencing ourselves to death as small children when we make these sorts of decisions. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, conscious creators avails you, the participant, the opportunity to examine those patterns as a point of reference to what you do not want and what no longer serves you. And then you can go and you can say, instead of being uh, uh, acting like a victim or being dismissive and judgmental or um, regulating my emotions through drugs or creating insecure uh, um, and unhealthy attachments, I'm going to create secure and healthy connections and bonds with people. I'm going to start to become responsible for myself and my commitments rather than remain a victim. I'm going to become curious and open-minded rather than judgmental and dismissive. Those are things that I desire to cultivate within my being. And I accept that it's possible for me to cultivate those particular patterns. And I accept that it's possible for those patterns to override those survival patterns that were conceived of by a small child in a dissociative state that was completely in fear. That energy mass, that unconscious character, that ego, that product of trauma and neglect is an unfit guide. It was never intended to guide you through life. The only thing that guide's going to do is bang you into a wall or take you into dark alleys and fateful confrontations with others. It's going to get you killed. It's going to make you sick. It's going to take you down before you ever had a chance to live. So the, pro the conscious creator says, I see where this freight train is going. It's been set into motion with reckless abandon. I recognize it. I acknowledge it. And I accept help. I am asking for help from a greater perspective or a greater power than self. I am asking for help from the consciousness of my being. I need the consciousness of my being, the direct extension of God consciousness within me to help me cultivate a greater perspective than self so I can look at these survival patterns created by this child in moments of dissociation in response to trauma and neglect. And I can say, you know what? I recognize what I'm doing right now. I've just fallen back into the, um, the tree of knowledge. I've disconnected from the tree of life. I, I'm not going to keep going down this road. I'm, I'm jumping off this train. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support this other pattern. And little by little, we start to support with our choices in moments. We start to act upon the override pattern. We build in the power of choice. We're no longer powerlessly indulging in these habit patterns as if they're who we are. We know they're just survival patterns. We know we've been taken for a ride. We take the mind, we grab the reins, we pull the reins back, and we say, hold on here. We're going over here now. It's okay. There's nothing wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. 
but I recognize where we're going. I don't need your protection anymore, unconscious character. I don't need you to insanely protect me from these things that I actually desire. But they're unfamiliar to me, and they look a lot like these other things that happened to me a long time ago that were really scary and overwhelming and hard for me to deal with. And little by little, those survival patterns, based on decisions made by small children in dissociative states, they start to atrophy and they start to get weaker and weaker while these override patterns get stronger and stronger and stronger. And as you act on them over the course of two or three years or whatever the case may be, you have to understand these patterns did not occur overnight. They manifested slowly over decades. Some may pass along quickly, and when I say pass along, I mean atrophy into a state of dormancy where they're no longer actively influencing your choices in the moment. And when they're no longer controlling your creative will, when they're no longer hijacking your decision-making process, well, then these other options open up for you. These other possibilities, you become aware of other possibilities. Instead of going and shooting up a jack-in-the-box or running away from the bully, or whatever the thing is that scares you, you say, you know what? I'm done shooting up in the bath, like the bathroom. I don't know what else is available to me, but hey, I, I surrender. I surrender my investment in this. I know what this is going to do. I know every time I do this, this is what's going to happen. And this is the precise reason why I do it. We don't go, we don't indulge in these destructive relationships and these relationships with people you know, these destructive relationships with drugs. We don't do it because it's going to create variety and some kind of new experience. We do it because we know with absolute certainty what's going to happen when we do those things and we indulge in those patterns. We'll have complete control of those experiences, even if they're shit and even if they leave us feeling like we want to die. At least we're controlling it. And with the power, with the guidance of a greater power or perspective with guidance from the consciousness of being, with guidance from love and truth, we can cultivate a greater perspective. We can begin to become powerful because we have choices in the moments and we no longer go down that dark highway. We start to act on these other patterns. We don't make that part of ourselves wrong anymore or push it down or fucking somehow invalidate it or fucking shun it away. We say, hey, thank you for your protection. Come here. I love you. It's okay now. Hold that part like a baby. Love it. Back, but back to a state where it comes back and it reintegrates with us as a human being. And then it, 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 then it no longer needs to insanely protect you. And to the outside observer, that insane protection looks like self-sabotage. You've never been a self-saboteur. You've always been insanely protecting yourself from things that you could not control. Wow. It is 8 a.m. in Los Angeles, California, and I just don't know what to say except that I'm really, really grateful for this practice because it just, I feel like I just gave birth to something. <clears throat> So Conscious Creators is about overriding survival patterns, creating new patterns that support fun the fulfillment of fundamental needs for security, connection, community, intimacy, communication, creative expression, sensation, pro progress, progression, and reflection. Those nine fundamental needs basically say that now we're supporting love and truth. Okay, that's it.
We're no longer supporting fear and control. We're supporting presence. We're supporting connection. We're supporting beingness. And little by little, our identity begins to defragment. And instead of having this corrupt hard drive and this operating system with all these glitches in it, we download because now we are present and because our brain is now silent, it's not on the hamster wheel, it's not in instinct mode, it's not constantly perceiving threats and keeping us in a perpetual state of need, secreting adrenaline and cortisol, which are the activating agents that's keeping the ego or the unconscious character alive and well and you and that narrative, that story you've been telling yourself for so many years. It turns all that off. Fear creates an allergic reaction in the body that activates all of that. If you keep the fear turned off and you remain in a state of love, if you remain in alignment with love and you recognize when you get triggered into fear, even in a moment when you're just judging somebody or when you're talking too much or you feel a little anxious or someone made you feel like um, someone made you feel uh, insignificant or someone rejected you because you asked them out. There's a million different times that fear turns on and it's our job as conscious creators to recognize it and not attached to it. Because once we attach to it, that's when the jack comes out of the box. That's when the unconscious character grabs control of our perception. We go dark, we go unconscious, and we start perceiving ourselves as a liability and the world as a threat. And it's over at that point. Then it's only a matter of time until guess what happens? We're engaging in the shitty relationships. We're taking the fucking dead-end jobs. We're shooting up drugs again. We're doing all these things just to get a moment of comfort. Or distract ourselves from this intolerable fucking existence we're creating with this energy mass that was created in moments of trauma and neglect based on decisions that a child made when he was five or six years old. Rather than an infinitely intelligent and creative force in the universe that emanates within us, that comes through us in the consciousness of our being that is what we are, Guided through life by infinite possibilities. We can't control that. We don't know where that's going to take us in a day. We don't know what kind of love we're going to have to receive when we're being guided by that kind of power. We don't know how we're going to be seen. We still have these parts of us that we're shameful about or these regrets we have based on that energy mass driving us into walls and destroying opportunities for growth and expansion. We were hijacked. That was a state of possession. We are not responsible for what happened when we were possessed by fear and control. But we are responsible to understand what's being talked about in this lecture right now and become responsible and understand and make the distinction distinction between a mindset that's in fear and obsessed with control and a mindset that is in love and guided by truth. Do I make myself clear? If you're ready to engage this process, as it's been outlined in this last 20 minute lecture, we are, you are welcome to have, we are, we, we welcome you. 
You must have 30 days abstinent off your mechanism of choice. You can't be actively getting drunk or getting high or in an abusive relationship because it won't work. It keeps that energy mass, that unconscious identity alive and active. And you won't be able to tap into conscious insights. You won't be able to, to, to you'll be in instinct mode. And when you're in instinct mode, you can't develop the, the power of conscious choice. You can't see other options. You're just avoiding this thing you don't want or you're seeking this thing that you want because your life is sucks or whatever the thing is. You're in an obsessive compulsive loop when you are actively in your addiction and you need to get help for that. You need to get that arrested because then the whole neurochemistry, that whole neural network, all those neural pathways in your brain that support your addiction, whether it be to a substance or a relationship or some sort of a fantasy thing, that neural network goes into dormancy in your brain and the space is then created for new possibilities, which is all what Conscious Creators is about. So get 30 days abstinence off your mechanism of choice. Reach out to the therapist, get therapy, create a, create a treatment team, get people in your corner. You can't do this alone. We are absolutely here to support you in the fulfillment of your fundamental needs, but there's going to be things that come up and you're going to need all the help you can get. But if you're ready to take a look at these deeper underlying addictions to stories and beliefs and narratives, all this stuff we just talked about, I just talked about, that was just came, that just came through me. If you're ready to disconnect from the knowledge of tree of good and evil, the knowledge, the tree of knowledge, if you're ready to disconnect from that tree of knowledge, which is your unconscious character or ego, and reconnect to the Garden of Eden, or at least be able to know how to tap into the Garden of Eden to the Tree of Life so you can gain that perspective necessary to see truth in love in a moment when you need it, we invite you to join us. Thank you. That's all I have for now.